on MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is here, and our guest today is Mark McKay from Creative Windows and Doors. Today's show is all about your windows and doors. So many problems that can happen with these entry points to your homes and with so many options, you might not know where to start. So let us help you this morning, no matter if you want to DIY a squeaky door or call a professional or replace a window, whatever it is. And as always, we'll let you know about any other projects you're working on. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877 877- Six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. And our guest today is Mark McKee from Creative Windows and Doors. Today's show is all about your windows and doors. Now, last week, if you listened to the show, you would have noticed for some reason we kept getting calls for windows the whole time. And uh, and so Java and I were like, okay, this is a no-brainer. we got to do windows next week. So, um, but thank you very much. Say what, Java? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking to me. So, uh, let's welcome our guests here. Uh, of course, Mr. Uh, Mr. Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601. How's it going, man? Oh, absolutely great. What man. you working on? Oh, wow, man. I'm recuperating, but I got a... Um, what, are you, what are you recuperating from? <laughs> I got a little too hot. Uh, didn't Uh-oh. listen to our own advice. Oh, no, Dale. Didn't yeah. stop. Had about 10 foot to go, and I said, man, I got to get this. And, and it cost me uh, about a day of recuperation. Right, yeah. Before I start that's, this lock and key. That's the same thing that happened to me that day, that Saturday, like oh, a couple of Saturdays yeah. ago. I overworked it on Saturday and couldn't get out of the bed on Sunday. It just I, I sweated too much. I got too hot. I didn't drink enough, you know. And, I think it, it, we'd have to go back and listen to it, but something tells me we talked about this last Wednesday. We, we did. And then, okay. And okay. then Dell went out and just did it. Right. Yeah. Didn't stop the water. <laughs> didn't stop the brake. Just right. went straight through. Right. Unless the air breaks inside my truck, I'm not going to get too hot. Well, let me let me tell you, I was going out to to get you today out in the parking lot. Uh-huh. So I walked from the the door here at the station to the parking lot, and as I was coming back, wiping the sweat off of yeah. me. You know, yeah, I, I, know, know, I just I know. walked 15 I know. feet. I know. So, it's hot already. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, uh, we also have Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. How's he, how are you doing, man? Uh, man, I'm great. Glad to be here. What and, you working uh, on? Um, of course, you know, the, the new construction uh, is going very well. Mm-hmm. The um, I saw you guys just put a roof on. Uh, we did. Saw that on Facebook. We did. So uh, insurance side of our business, we've been very blessed. And... Uh, you know, it seems like I talk about this every week, but um, we've got a fire in, in Edwards. Mm. So, Man. look, it, people, I cannot stress enough. It's summertime. That does not mean we don't have fire. So please check your smoke alarms. Uh, make sure the batteries are good. Right. Um, oh, it doesn't take much to have a fire right now. That's right. <laughs> you know, and uh, like I said, it seems like we get them every week. Right. And uh, hey, Java, we might want to write this down real quick. Uh, who is it? Dell mentioned that because of all the rain, we've been seeing a unusual amount of trees falling. Yeah. So we might want to have a tree guy back on. Okay, we can we can put that in the producers. Oh, I'm the producer. Right. So. <laughs> right, right. Put it in the bucket, man. Okay. And, and of course, we have uh, Mark McKee of Creative Windows and Doors here today. And Mark, man, we could have used you last week. We got pounded about windows and doors. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Good deal. So so what is your background? Millwork. Construction done mm-hmm. it since April 3rd, 1978. My dad oh, wow. sold plywood. I mm-hmm. had a grandfather that was a carpenter, so I've just grown up around it all my life. Okay. All right. Good deal. There's going to be a lot of folks with questions today. We are talking about windows and doors. And uh, last week, you know, I, I heard you folks. I heard you talking. We had... 
so many calls of people saying I have that foggy stuff in one of my window panes. How do I get it out? Can I can I get it replaced? Can I get it repaired? What can I do? It was a it was a really crazy show, but I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. First of all, if you want to make a call and get on the air here and ask all of our contractors a question, and this is free, folks. You're not going to get these guys to your driveway without giving money otherwise. So this is a free advice. So what you want to do is call 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So I want to go ahead and get this one out of the way, Mark. Uh, we had so many people call. So if you have a window in your home and it's one of those double pane windows and it's all cloudy, what's going on? It's called seal failure. Uh, at the manufacturing process, you have an inside piece of glass, outside a piece of glass, and you have a space bar in between. Mm-hmm. And then the perimeter is sealed. Uh-huh. That seal has failed and it has allowed an excess amount of moisture to get between the glass uh-huh. and it is fogging up. And so how, how, okay. So once and for all, how do you fix it? You replace the piece of glass. It's got to be the whole insulated glass unit. You can't just replace the outside piece or the inside piece and resell it. You've got to replace the whole piece of glass. All right. So what of this thing that we heard of with refilling the quote gas? What is that? Not real. Not that I know of. No, not sir. real. Okay. Right. Not that I know of. No. You want to replace it. The first thing you do is check your warranty to see how old your windows are, who the manufacturer is. It mm-hmm. may still be covered under warranty. Past that, then you just call a local glass company. What's the typical warranty on a window? 10 to 20 years. The better companies really? are going to have a full 20-year warranty. Some of the vinyl, aluminum window companies are only going to have 10. Okay. Okay. So, wait a second. You have vinyl windows, aluminum windows. Mm-hmm. Then I assume you have wood windows. Wood windows, uh-huh. clad wood windows, fiberglass windows. Oh, fiberglass. Ooh. Yes. That's special. <laughs> That's high tech. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We have a window guy, a door guy, and two general contractors here today to uh, to help you answer your call about your windows or doors. Okay. So let me ask you, what is typically the problem? Boy, this is a loaded question to ask on this humid day. What is usually the problem when you have a door that's getting stuck? What do you think, Mark? Typically, it's not sealed properly, Mm -hmm. and you have an excess amount of moisture. Mm -hmm. And just like on a piece of furniture, the wood will swell because it's absorbing an excess amount of moisture, and it will stick. Okay. All right. And so, so you might find that more often happening in the summer because of humidity? Correct. All right. That explains why it's easier to open my door in the winter. That's great. Right. <laughs> also tells me what I need to do this week. Right. 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 <laughs> well, now, uh, I just want to add to what Mark said. Most door manufacturers will not honor their warranty unless you seal all six sides of that door. All right. There, there, there is about, uh, well, there's thousands of people just now learned that there were more than two sides of a door. There you go. So help me out. It's very important that you seal all six sides. So what I mean, front side, back side, everyone knows that. The the other sides of that door is your top, your right-hand side, your left-hand side, and your bottom. That gives you the six sides of that door. Uh, you just, I mean, mind blown. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I remember, I remember I've been doing business with Mark for about 17, 18 years. Uh-huh. And um, through that period of time, I remember when he told me, now, Jeff, make sure you seal all six sides. And, and I would have uh, looked at him like he had nine heads. Well, no, I told him, I said, no, Mark, I only want one door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I need one. You know, so so anyway, you know, it's just, it's just, it's kind of the lingo in the door and window business. But, right. But it is very important to... Uh, Make sure that those those are sealed properly. So wow, you know nobody paints that that the side where the hinges are. You right. know everybody hates right. painting that. Right. You know, but that one needs to be painted also. Absolutely. Or painted, sealed. Painted somewhere. or sealed in some some form or fashion. All right. Cool. Good to know. All right. Uh, Gary's on the line and uh, Amory and uh, you had an exterior door for a basement. Is that what's going on? Yes. Uh, uh, it's an old house. And I need to replace the door. It uh, doesn't have to have much of a window, but I would like a little bit of to be able to look out. Mm-hmm. And just looking for a general recommendation on what type that's substantial enough 
for an exterior door, but, uh, you know, it's not going to be an arm and a leg. Um, well, I will say I'm going to hand that to uh, hand that to Mark because that's that's your specialty. You, you know what he's talking about, Mark? Yes. Yes. Right. I, I would recommend a fiberglass door with a PVC frame. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> that was almost too easy and fast. But a fiberglass door with a PVC frame, is that an expensive option? No, no. It's, compared it's to going to be affordable as opposed to some other door that you might purchase. The PVC frame is impervious to insects. It's not going to rot. You're talking basement. You're talking something low that's going to probably have a lot of humidity. Yep. Uh, fiberglass is a good option because it will not, like a metal door, it's not going to rust. It can take a lot of abuse, and it's going to be low maintenance. Wow. And they're and, not too heavy, aren't they? And uh, just to add to that, it's going to look like a wood door. Huh. So... Wow, that's a fantastic answer. I didn't see that steel, you know, that's economical and lightweight. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. Dual. What do you think, Gary? Uh, that is a concise answer I was looking for. <laughs> All right, so fiberglass with PVC frame. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Are you having problems with the doors and windows in your home? Don't you know why your window is always cloudy? We were just talking about that. If not, give us a call. Can't seem to stop that door from sticking. We've got the answer. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Morf of, of Affordable Solutions 601, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Mark McKee from Creative Windows and Doors. Number calls 877-MPB-RING to ask any sort of uh, contractor question, DIY question. And, of course, we have a windows and doors specialist in today with uh, Mark McKee from Creative Windows and Doors. Let's go ahead and... Uh, Oh, you were going to ask uh, Java about this argon gas in the windows. What, what was the question that you were talking about? Well, just um, the I know y'all were talking about the like the double pane windows, and right. then some people were talking about the gas that you know, I guess keeps the seal. But then I saw where it's like um, argon gas field windows, and why builders are like using 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 those a lot now. Oh, okay. Tell us about that one, Mark. What's, what is what is argon gas-filled windows? Argon is a dense, inert gas that they pump into the dead air space between the inside and the outside piece of glass before they seal it. And what it slows down is, through the convection process, heat or cold transfer from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. Plus, it also has a sound deadening quality. Are you serious? <laughs> this is gas that you pump into something? has mm-hmm. sound deadening qualities? Yes. And you guys are on to some serious high-tech stuff. That's that's crazy. All right, let's talk to uh, John and Byram. And you wanted to make a comment about those fiberglass doors that Mark was talking about? Yes. I, I was wondering, because with typical fiberglass, I was wondering, you know, you rub your hand on it and shoot a thousand needles through your hand. I was wondering what, what do you all do to make that not happen and make it a great, like, sturdy door? Sand them. How how when's the last time you handled a fiberglass door? Because that I, I do remember when fiberglass did feel like that on uh, everything from toys to marine products. Um, what, what do you think, Mark? Haven't had that issue. There's two different types of fiberglass doors. You can get a textured fiberglass skin on a door, which is a stainable fiberglass, or you can get the smooth fiberglass, which is as smooth as a desktop. 
Okay. Uh, so that is usable so that you can use those fiberglass doors. I, I know what he's talking about. I know that. Yeah, and, and, and typically I've, I've seen that kind of fiberglass on, on things that have been in the sun for 20 years and rained on and weathered. Right. Well, and if you think about it, all Corvettes are made out of fiberglass. Right. right. So, yeah, it's just a process that the factory does to make them smooth. Right. Okay. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to go to Jim in Madison. Uh, so this is a question for one of our other contractors, correct, Jim? Uh, that's correct. I need to know. I have a question for your window guy. Oh, okay. Go for it. Um, I have a couple of windows. I'm not sure if they're solid vinyl or vinyl clad, um, in which they're double-hung windows in which the springs have broken or come loose. I was just wondering how complicated a repair that might be. Typically, it's not too bad. You just really need to determine who the manufacturer is because they all subcontract out hardware uh, to different companies, and they have different applications. Most wood windows are going to have a block and tackle balance system, and it's not too terribly difficult to replace. Okay. Great. Thank you. Wow, that was easy. And let me ask you, Mark, if, if if you're wanting to DIY a window as much as you can, and we, we probably need to have a, a discussion about that, but, but first, is there a place where if somebody needs a spring, you can go and get a spring? Not really, no, sir. You need to go to a, a window and door supplier to find that. Really? Yes. Okay, okay. so that's not a, a, a big box store item? No. no. Okay, all right. Well, that's good to know. And let me ask, when uh, when you're working windows and doors, is there a lot uh, now when you have to replace uh, windows on an entire house? Do you get a permit for that? Typically, Typically? No, 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 not just on replacing windows. I think uh, Jeff might be able to answer this better, but normally it, I don't think you do. It, yeah, it's 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 um, it really depends on where where you're you're located, right? Your municipality. If, if you're in Bellhaven, mm-hmm. absolutely, you you're going to get. You're going to get permits. You're going to get um, all kind of approvals before you change that window out. And for those of you who who don't know what that is uh, in other parts of the state, Bellhaven is a a historical um, district district in the city of Jackson that is one of those places that has a lot of building codes because they don't want to destroy the original architecture. Exactly. And it's beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. I mean, we we've got a college there that is beautiful. The homes are beautiful, and and uh, Jackson is making a a statement. In you're not going to work on these houses without proper approvals and and so on and so forth. Right. So you can't right. do what in, you want to do. Yeah. In that in that case, yes, you're going to need a permit. City of Madison's going to require a permit. County will not require one. Okay. Um, and that that's that's good to know. So, all right, let's let's just move on. Number to call is eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Going back to some of the questions that people have asked in the past, how hard is it? You ready for this? This is going to be a lot of fun. How hard is it to add a doggy door to your door? Typically, it's not that difficult. It depends on what type of door it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Typically, you're going to pick out the dog door. Uh, you can go to a pet supply to pick one out, or mm-hmm. you can order those online, and it will come with a template. Um, right. And you just cut out the opening per the template. Mm-hmm. And then you install the door, so it's not too bad. Right. So this is DIYable. I've done this before. I will say, if uh, if you're new to DIY projects, this project is saw heavy mm-hmm. into typically either steel or heavy wood or something like that. So if you're not comfortable with a power saw, because don't even try it with a handsaw, but if you're not no. comfortable with a power saw, then this might be a little over your head as far yeah. as a, a DIY project. Um, because also, I, I will say that having done it myself, it was a heck of a lot easier to take the door off and do it. Right. On, oh, on oh absolutely. Yeah. On, some, on some sawhorses. Yeah, yeah, do it on some sawhorses um, instead. Now, you know, remember, if you have that glass door, you're not going to be able to put a dog door in that glass door. Well, and, um, and this has happened, I don't know how many people, you go and you can go to your store and buy one of these dog doors, what you want to do also, and, and you can help me on this, Mark, but the first thing you do before you buy that doggy door is measure from the bottom of your door to see if you've got enough room for that thing before you hit glass or any other right. structure in the door. What do you, what do you, 
You yes. know what I'm talking about, Mark? Yes, yes, and depending upon size of dog as well. Yes. Right. That's a good point. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, they want to get the correct size pet door for what size your pet is that uh-huh. he can get in or out. And you don't want to put it too high where like a chihuahua cannot jump out of it. Right. And if you get a if you get a door that you put the 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 hole in the wrong place or too close to the window or the glass, what you're doing is breaking down the the uh, strength of that door by taking away some of its structure uh, and putting in that doggy door. So you got to be clear, careful. Correct. All right, let's go to talk to uh, Dot and Flowood, and she's got a question about that fiberglass door. Are you with us, Dot? Yes, I am. So what were you going to uh, ask? Let me get away from this radio. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good uh, idea. Okay. Uh, my question is if you uh, install the fiberglass door, and, and, of course, I'm thinking about one that's exposed to uh, the uh, exterior, there's not a shelter over it. And you use the PVC uh, framing. Mm-hmm. Is the PVC as impervious to uh, the damage as the uh, fiberglass? Yes, and, ma'am. It is. Okay, so it's not going to get brittle and crack up before. Correct. The only thing that you got to be concerned about on the PVC frame, and you typically don't see this, you do unless you use the proper paint. You do not want to paint it a dark color, like a, a dark brown, a black, a dark red. Um, most of the time, they're painted whites or off whites, mm-hmm. and you're just doing that for an aesthetic purpose. Uh, even yeah. if you do not paint it, it's not going to hurt it. Okay. Well, okay. That that was my question. I was concerned that I have an area where I need it. A door, but not, you know, it's not sheltered, you know, like under a patio or under a porch. Correct. No, that would be a good choice. Okay. All right, then. That's my question. Great. Thank, Thank you, Dot. I had no idea that when you answered about that fiberglass door that that was going to end up being a thing here. But it is. So, And a lot of you folks that called last week to ask all the windows questions, the guy's here now. So here you go. Right. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's MPB-RING. It's also 877-672-7464 or send a email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Here is something that you don't see as much in construction anymore, but they're still all over the place. Sliding glass doors. Uh, we see them a lot in older construction uh mid to late 19 you know 1950s to 1970s and 80s you know they're doing a lot of glass doors uh but what if this door won't slide anymore it seems to always be jammed is that something you guys ever run into we do typically the best solution is just replace it it's old it's worn out the rollers are gone the track is usually messed up Mm -hmm. and it's not going to work properly but sliding patio doors are making a comeback Really? Yes. Okay. So I thought people were replacing all those with French doors. No. No. In fact, the last um, doors I can remember that I put in along with Mark was the um, the big, was it 12-foot banks over on uh, the mm-hmm. fire job in Northeast Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, two yes. of them. Big, two big of them. unit, 12-foot wide, 8-foot tall. Two outside panels were stationary. Two center panels slid back, gave you a nice, big, clear Whoa. opening. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. I noticed if you go, if you go, if you're on the coast, for those of you listening on the coast, I can say if you're on the coast. Now, those folks have some crazy sliding windows because of weather and and, and, and all kinds of patterns that happen there. Uh, And my mom lives down there. So she has these giant, heavy glass doors that were made for hurricanes and, you know, the whole nine yards. Are those is that something that you guys put in on a regular or? We don't that much because we don't go to the coast that much. Right. But yes, they have a whole different set of codes. Right. One loads safety glass that we don't have to adhere to in the metro area. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, what is the best remedy for a drafty window and door? Now, you know that there's some air coming in. Uh, how do you how do you know where that air is coming from, and how do you fix it? What's an easy way for someone at home that's just doing this? What how how might you find that air? Um, well, you can just do by feel as far as trying to figure out where exactly the draft is, mm-hmm. and then they do at have some of your DUI stores 
uh, weather stripping that you can purchase mm-hmm. to apply to the window or door. Right. That hopefully will resolve your problem. Okay. All right. And real quick, before we go to break, we're going to talk about, uh, when we come back, three questions that one should ask themselves before you DIY a project. Today's topic, we're talking about windows and doors, is one of those things that can go either way. However, uh, a lot of times, especially installing windows, you really would want a professional. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to take a quick break, Java. Uh, Listeners, are you having problems with the doors and windows in your home? You don't know why your window is always cloudy. You can't seem to stop that door from sticking. You can call us with your question, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Sitting here with a bunch of free contractors all here for you. You can uh, send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. And our guest today is Mark McKee from Creative Windows and Doors. This morning, obviously talking windows and doors. A couple of questions. We were talking before the break about three questions you really should ask yourself before you DIY a project. And, man, I have learned all of these the hard way. Everyone. Number one, how much time do you have? Uh, my wife makes fun of me on a daily basis that I always say a project is going to take, you know, I got this, 15 minutes. So two hours later when I'm finished, you know, she'll make fun of me. This happens every weekend. Yeah, it'll take about an hour or two, five hours later. So always ask yourself, uh, because projects run long, it happens all the time, and a fir- especially first projects, first-timer blues. Uh, the second thing is my safety at risk. Are you doing electrical work? Have you ever done electrical work? Uh, you should really ask yourself this kind of thing. This is not something to play with. Uh, I can tell you myself, I played with the plumbing in my house before I knew what I was doing. $50,000 later, I was good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, just, Jeff just freaked out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and using new tools, like we talked about on that door a little bit earlier, using new tools and techniques can lead to an injury if you don't know what you're doing or if you're not trained on that tool. Number three, what would be the total cost? Now, everyone looks at this the same. Oh, well, two by fours only cost $2.87 a piece. This is going to be cheap. What about the thing you have to have to cut the two by four or the thing that you have to have to nail it or the nails or the screws that you have to screw it into something? You got to remember all those costs go into, especially the first time, if you need a tool, uh, this is what happens. You know, the second time that you have to do something like that, you have the tool. So it doesn't cost as much. That first time when you need all the stuff, and I'm telling you, folks, it's worse if you don't have the correct tools. It'll take you three times as long and injure you almost guaranteed if you don't have the right tools. Yes. So uh, talking windows and doors today, let's go ahead and go to Ann in uh, Waveland. And she's got a, a, the doors to – she's trying to get the doors to stop ants from coming in, I think. Are you with us, Ann? Yes, sir. So what's the deal with these ants? Uh, well, we have a place up in the country, and it just seems like – all the these ants seem to invade under one of the doors, and I was just wondering if there was a special barrier or if we hadn't sealed the door correctly, like a, with a piece of weather stripping or something. It's just one of the doors in the house that they just, you know, I spray, I put, like I said, we put weather stripping there, but it just seems like these ants crawl in at will. I was wondering if there's anything special 
with a door frame or something we could do about that. Huh. I, I will tell you this. I don't know if you have a door problem. Um, of course, you can seal that a little bit better. But remember, the things that you're fighting uh, are winning because of their size and numbers. Um, you can put whatever seal you want. That thing's smaller and and smarter. And pest control. Ants get yeah. yeah. What you need is a good uh, uh, pest control person as much as you do uh, a door or window person. All right. Well, we've put up a lot of bait. I mean, it seems like we buy a gallon of something every month to keep it under control. It's it's amazing. You know, Ann, you can throw the kitchen sink at that thing and not know the exact uh, way to kill your problem. But, but, but an exterminator would. Over-the-counter solutions only work so much. Yes, sir. And what would you say about the door, Mark? Is there any way to, to tighten that fit up at the bottom? Maybe a sash of some sort? Not really. I mean, you can check. Just make sure that you have a door sweep on the bottom of the door. Uh, make sure that you do have weather stripping all the way around the perimeter. Uh, don't try to overseal the door because then you just create a new problem because then it makes it very difficult to open and close the door. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and I hope that helps. Please get in touch with a um, uh, a you would know what type of ants they are. You might be buying the wrong um, base. Yeah, and when we had the pest control guy in, they did say that. You can pour this stuff on a sure. fire ant That's all day right. long, and they'll just drink on it. That's, That's right. right. They're, They're happy. Deal. They're coming back for more. Javi, you look like you want to say something. Well, yeah, we, um, we're we getting an uh, email, and it's, uh, Mark just said something about the door sweep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the email is, how do I replace a door sweep on the bottom of a metal exterior door? The wood frame on the bottom has rotted, and the sweep is separating from the slots. And that's from Joe. Oh, okay. They they sell the, uh, talk about the, uh, what do you call that, the threshold? Door sweep. Door goes sweep. on the bottom of the door, right. door bottom, some people refer to it. But if it's on a metal door and the wood style inside has rotted out, there's nothing there to hold the door sweep. Right. So right. You, you basically need a new door. And you know, you can see that door, and I, I, I almost bet that the bottom of that door is rusted, ah. and it's rusting from the inside out. So it's hmm. uh, that's weird. You know, a metal a metal three oh six eight door mark two fifty three fifty easy frame, frame yeah. and all. So all right. So uh, oh, uh, and if so, you get a lot of splash in there, that they, they could easily rot out. That's right. Door. That's right. Correct. True. Now you go back to your fiberglass. Right. There you go. And that doesn't see? hurt fiberglass. That's wow. right. That's boy, right. You, boy, you bought so, a you brought a big thing, Mark. Everybody, everybody's confused. They didn't know about the fiberglass. I'm running out to check that right now. Right. Uh, it's going to be a, <laughs> right. a run on fiberglass doors in uh, Mississippi today. Okay. Real quick, by the way. Oh, and I wanted to give a shout out to the uh, the original producer of Fix It 101. Jonas Adams is listening this morning. Oh, what's up, Jonas? Hey, Jonas. All right. He's in town. Uh, I, I have no idea. That's just what I was told. Anyway, <laughs> um, I wanted to mention. You mentioned this into a break, Mark. But low E. We've heard that term. It makes absolutely no sense. What is no low E? Is. Say what? Is that almost out of gas? Yes. <laughs> low E. Right. right. <laughs> so what is it, Mark? Okay. Low E stands for low emissivity. It's a thin metallic Did film. you say emissivity? Emissivity. All right. It's a new so word for just, us today. Yeah, yeah. Just say low E. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a thin metallic film that is sputter coated on typically what we see is on surface number two when a glass company such as Cardinal Glass, which is the largest glass manufacturer in the United States, talks glass surfaces. Um, from outside to inside, you mm-hmm. surface one, two, three, and four. So low E in our market typically is put on surface two, which is the inside face of the exterior piece of glass. What does it mean? What's it for? It has a reflective quality to it, oh. just like tinfoil. Oh, wow. Foil. Cool. It's the same people put aluminum foil on windows. Yeah. yeah. So that does the same thing? Yes, but, but it's virtually transparent. It. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it looks better. Yes. Yeah. Ten mm-hmm. times better. Right. Okay. Um, wow. That's that's fantastic. All right, one other thing. Uh, Dell was mentioning tents, that you can do uh, just almost infinite different tents on Windows these days. Correct. Uh, do, you, uh, do you guys do that kind of thing? You can do tents. Okay, uh, do they... What we're going to do, we're going to, it's going to be from the manufacturer. That's we're what going I was going to ask. Right. Uh, bronze, gray are the tip, main ones that you will see. Uh-huh. 
those you can see, like a sunshade. You'll be able to tell that that glass is tinted. And right. that's why low E is so popular, because it's virtually transparent. It cuts mm-hmm. down on your fading UV rays. It helps to reflect the heat back out. Uh-huh. Also, in the wintertime, which is not a big concern down here, it helps to reflect the heat back into the house. Right. Wow. Okay. So, are low E windows... Uh, obviously, are they are they more or less efficient? Are they more or less costly? What? Um, they they are uh, definitely more efficient, uh-huh. and uh, in many cases, they are not that much more because the glass industry is going that way. Oh, okay. Um, low E with argon is how you achieve your energy star ratings. Oh, really? Right. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Let's go to uh, Frank and Jackson, who wanted to ask about those uh, replacement parts. Or maybe you had a suggestion for us, Frank. Frankie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, contacting the manufacturer is a good place to start. Short of that, go on Amazon and just put the information in on whatever you want to get. And uh, they probably have it. Uh-huh. If they don't have it, you go on eBay. And somebody's got what you want. I mean, it's amazing. I have never been at loss on finding four or five people to give me parts for things I have. Okay, yeah. And and you can find parts. Now, I will say with Windows, uh, having worked on Windows before as an amateur, I can tell you it's different than working on other uh, other stuff, such as uh, if you're hauling a piece of sheetrock or a piece of... uh, uh, a piece of wood, something like that, you know, you handle it one way. You handle a window, man, completely different. You can't put your hands in the same places because they'll go right through. Um, uh, you know, there are some dangers in dealing with ants. windows. Yeah, on the ants. Yeah, the ants. Take the frame off the door. The nest is probably in the door frame or under the threshold. Ooh. So um, that's where your problem probably is. Because that has always been my experience. You find wasps, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, what are those little things? Uh, termites, yeah. little dirt dogs. And, and, and a great thing to use for that, if if uh, is is the stuff that they sometimes call great stuff, is expansion foam. Uh, can help oh, you a okay. lot with with uh, critters getting in your home. That expansion foam around the door frame and stuff works really well. They like the colonizing in those doors. No, they, they just want to be anywhere. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. All right, Jamie's on the line in Ripley and uh, has some door problems. What's the issue, Jamie? Hello? Hey, Jamie, you still are you there? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I thought you were talking to the guy. Uh, yeah, I have. Um, uh, seven years ago, we bought, I say seven years ago, in 2011, we bought the house, and we built. We bought a door unit. That's the door, the two side panels, and all together, okay? Okay, then the guy put that in there, and everything was great for about two or three years. But now the door bumps. Now that was one big unit, and then how do how do you how do you correct that? I mean, how can you fix that? Mark, mm, needs adjusting probably. Uh, may have shifted a little bit. The house may shifted just a little bit. It will make the door move a little bit. Check your sight lines from the interior and see if your sight lines are straight. Right. Uh, check for a square. How, how might how might he check sight lines, Mark? Just look. You can look around the perimeter door. Make sure your reveal is the same all the way around the perimeter, all okay. four sides. So that that that's like a Spend really good way to say eyeball it. Yeah. Eyeball. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. And then get a framing square and a level, oh. and just check to see if it's still square or level. If it's not, usually a simple adjustment. Sometimes just a shim behind a hinge, or take a long screw, pull it back up a little bit. Sometimes glass doors are bad about being heavy. And they will drop just a smidge and make right. it drag on the lock side. And if okay. you if you ever want to blow your mind, Jamie, if you've never done anything like that before, if you pull the trim back from any door frame, you're going to be shocked if you've never seen behind uh, the trim on a door frame. <laughs> and, and check to see if your hinges are functioning properly. Sometimes they can come uh, unadjusted and they can let the door... Uh, have a little play in it. Yeah, and, and I've adjusted a door simply by turning the screw on the center of the top uh, hinge. It's amazing that, that a door will fall over time, mm-hmm. and you can put that, that top hinge, you can screw it back some, and it pulls the door back up. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. That, that's, a good, that's a good way to do it. You can shim the bottom hinge out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's bumping at the top. On the, on the okay. left side, it's the very top is where it's bumping at. On the on the on the head jam and not on the side, right? 
on the on the box side where the lock is at, at the very top, is bumping like mm-hmm. on the edge of it right there. Okay, take uh, the top the and a little bottom hinge mark. Start with a long screw on the top hinge. Top hinge. Because typically hinge screws are only three-quarter to one-inch long. It gets you about a two-and-a-half, three-inch long screw and run it through the top. And it typically will pull it over. Uh, if it doesn't, chin behind the bottom hinge, and that will push the door back up. It's just gravity pulling the door down. Oh, man, I got one right. It's amazing how um, the bigger the door, they still have the same little screws. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got this little screw. That's right. That's right. holding it. It's only got this 2,000-pound door and this little screw. So, yeah, put the the bigger screw in there longer. Thanks, Jamie. We appreciate it, man. That might help out. All right. uh, We got an email from uh, Lynn. And uh, so here we go. This is a tip. Years ago, working hospital construction, I ran into the boss painter checking up on his crew. The doors had been hung, and rather than carry a ladder or stool to check that uh, check that the door tops had been sealed, he spat on his finger and touched the top edge. If the wood absorbed the moisture, it had not been painted. Paw-paw? That is, that, yeah, that's a pawpaw <laughs> trick yeah, right there. Wow. Never done that one. I've got a little compact mirror that I keep in my truck. Oh, okay. You know? That's, That's the way you, you get do anywhere, it. and you just reach up and look, and if you see it's not painted, you need to paint it. Wow, that's cool. And I never knew you had to paint all six sides of the door. If you need to know what six sides of the door are, uh, send me an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We went over this during the beginning of the show. Yes, there are six sides to a two-sided door. Well, I'm a four-side man, but now I'll go ahead and put the other two on there. Right. There you go. Okay. Four-side man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one other one other email here, and this is for you guys, uh, Dell and Jeff. I noticed that both outdoor electrical outlets were not working about the same time, even though one is in the front of the house and one is in the back. Is this likely to be just a matter of repl- replacing the outlet box, or do you suggest, uh, or do you suspect something involving the fuse box? I've turned the switch connection to these outlets in the fuse box off. And on again, but they did not solve the problem. The house is 14 years old, and only one outdoor outlet was used very often. Mm, Thoughts? Need to test no. a tester. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. What? It's, it's No, it's the, uh, it's the um, ground fault interrupter. So the outlet it, is what they call a GFI, mm-hmm. um, and there's a button on there, and usually they're... And uh, it's tripped. Yeah, it's yeah, tripped. And it's tripped. And, on, and it could be on either of the outlets. Well, or it could even be in the master bathroom. Yes. It, it could be in the kitchen. There, There's a GFI somewhere in your house that is tripped. And and how, the GFIs are the square ones that have the buttons that you hit reset on. Yes. That's what the GFIs mm-hmm. are. And and somewhere you need to hit a reset button. That's it. Okay. And after years of moisture, it's, it's sometimes be time to change them, too. Cause. Yeah. All you got to do is run a toaster or a hairdryer once, and, and you yeah. can... You can you know, knock those out. I mean, it's a, it's a safety feature. It's a very, very good feature, but it's like Dale said, they will wear out. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't take much to trip them. So. And nowadays, it, that's what you basically have to have in, in bath or kitchen areas. If Absolutely. If they're yeah. exposed outside, if the cover's broken off or something, they need to be repaired. That's so true. So you won't have future damage. All right. As Again, you know, I mentioned this to you a little while back here, Mark, that, that – uh, that Boy, you got people going with this fiberglass door thing. So we're going to go to Will in Vicksburg, and he's got a question or comment about fiberglass door. You with us, Will? Yes. So what's going on, man? Um, Yeah, I'm just curious. I know the fiberglass doors have sort of a particle board or engineered wood interior. And I just uh, like a little more information about that. And also if it's necessary to maybe protect it with a little bead of caulk around the door handle, at least like the top 180 degrees or something. And, and just exactly what the interior of the door is made of. Okay. All right. Now, there are different manufacturers, and they do different things for the styles and rails on the door. Some use synthetic. Those are the best ones. If you can find this, it's got a synthetic style and rail. Um, then other ones will use treated. Uh, they will use a thin synthetic piece at the bottom. They'll use treated up the sides. But the better ones are going to have synthetic all the way around. Now, hang on just a second before you move on, Mark. What does that mean? You talk about... Uh, on the edges of the door? Yes, okay. inside the door. Because on a fiberglass door, you're going to have a fiberglass skin uh-huh. on the inside and the outside. Then you're going to have your styles and rails. And then typically the core is going to be a polyurethane. That gives it its insulating quality. Huh. Do some of them have cardboard on the inside? 
Well, just, you know. I know interior doors yeah. are like interior that. Interior doors, yeah. yes, okay. but exterior doors should not. Oh, okay. All right. Did you get that, Will? Uh, yeah, th- yeah, it's just I've noticed, like, when you see around the borehole for the door, it looks kind of like, on some of them at least, like sort of a particle board. You know, I mean, it looks like it has more glue. It's not obviously particle board off the shelf, but it, it sort of looks like it could be uh, susceptible to water damage. Correct, yes. Now, I mean, some of them they could use like an MDF material, medium density fiberboard type of material. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it is treated. It should be if it's on an exterior door, but mm-hmm. depends on the manufacturer. All right, okay. thank you, sir. Can you goof up on windows and doors as far as cheapening it? Uh, going too cheap? Oh, definitely. Really? Like anything else. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Keep in mind, a window is on the perimeter of your home. Uh-huh. It is the thinnest point on your wall. Right. So as far as energy loss or energy efficiency, you got to keep that in mind. It's a good point. Jeff pointed out one time. I, I like the way you said this, Jeff. You said it's just a hole in your house. Right. A window. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, I like that. That's a good way to explain it. And if it's on the sunny side of the house, you might want to think about those uh, Argon star rated windows. You know, yeah, yeah. My, you know, my personal opinion, I've been doing this 17 years, uh-huh. my personal opinion a quality virgin vinyl window is your best value. Value. Okay. So think about what I just said. But if you if you're thinking about replacing the windows in your in your home, explore virgin vinyl. That's that, very important. Virgin vinyl means uh, it's not been recycled. That's right. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, and it won't have that bluish uh, tint to Hue it. To it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, do we need a break, Java? Or we, okay. Let's just keep going. Carol is on the line in Jackson, and she has door issues. What's going on, Carol? Okay, when I um, uh, built my home about three years ago, I um, had, uh, well, the door has uh, leaded glass uh, inserts, my front door. Leaded glass? um, Leaded glass inserts. And so, uh, well, I wasn't satisfied with the lack of privacy um, because of the little edges, there was no, um, you know, the leaded decorations were not there so you could see through it so i had a, a film put on over the glass but now <laughs> i can't tell who's at the front door <laughs> so uh, is there any way to have a uh, part of the film removed enough to see who's at the door or uh, is there a way of moving the film at all Ooh, that's mm. a tough one. Yeah. Depends on the applicator. Normally, that, those films can be removed, yeah. but I wouldn't say without knowing how it was applied. Typically, we serve chemicals in, and uh, razor blade. Yeah, is it any different it. with leaded glass as opposed to other? No, it's still it's on the outside of the glass. Oh, okay. Uh, on, a, on a metal door or fiberglass door that's got a leaded glass insert, there's actually three panes of glass. you got a clear piece on the outside, clear piece on the inside, and then you got the leaded glass in between. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They do right. make a doorbell camera. Uh, yeah. For private purposes, it was supposed to be from like 1 to 13. So I said, okay, I, I want 11 uh, because I want the most privacy. But the the you could still see through it from the outside in, and that's why I asked if there were any way. Well, I asked my contractor to uh, change the door, but he refused, so... That that was the trade off he got to one to put the film on. Right. Yeah, well, this is this is where the aluminum foil comes in. <laughs> <laughs> no, you probably the, got clear the, bevel pieces on the perimeter. They'll they'll put some small pieces on the edge to try to dress it up, but it does allow you to see through it. You know, or what Dale said, the camera doorbell. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, and, and that's doorbell. that's really not an expensive. Um, option these days. Yeah, that used to be a thing you saw in mansions, and now right. it's like an apartment feature. It's right, not a big deal. exactly. Yeah. So, um, Okay, got a uh, uh, email here real quick. Hey guys, love your show. My question, I'm doing a rehab on a 1940s house near Tupelo, and thinking about adding a Dutch door as the front door. Any thoughts or watchouts I should be aware of? Wow. Thanks, Kim. Wow. Mm-hmm. Folks, first of all, I don't know what a Dutch door is. 
Right. It, isn't isn't that the one that's cut in half? Cut in half. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you can open the top part right. or the bottom part. How great that, is that? That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, all right. Yeah. Solid wood, you know, a good piece of wood. That would be cool. Uh, so, so what do you think, Mark? I don't have a problem with them. Do a lot of them on the inside of houses where people have dog rooms. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as an exterior door, uh, make sure that you have proper cover. Because you've cut that door in half, you're going to have a crack where right. the top yeah. of the door meets the bottom of the door. So make sure you have proper coverage. I would suggest um, a a good screen option, like a security screen option. Uh, because if your door is cut in half, that's got to make it a weaker point. It's it's got to be. Well, it's it's going to do that too. And it, and it's I mean, how do you how do you weather seal that? That's the issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If, right. It, if it's exposed, if you don't have a good porch covering, right. covering right. then oh, wow. yes, you can have some real issues. That's okay. not the door you good want. Good to know. One other question before we go to uh, to the phones. Uh, a couple of questions. Listening to you guys at work now while you have uh, the door guy in, switching gears for you all for a second. My wife and I have a store in downtown Clinton in the Brick Streets area where all the buildings are pretty old. I love, I'd love i love to put a smart lock on the front door that locks on its own. Mm-hmm. The problem is the door doesn't shut properly. You have to push the door in to get the bolt to line up and lock it. It's an old wood double door with glass panes, and there's no frame between the two doors. Uh, what's the minimum I can do to make that door shut properly? Hopefully I don't need to replace the frame or anything like that. Will Hawks. Mm, that's tough without looking at it. That's a hard well, question if to answer. A, if it's a door that swings out and open mm-hmm. with no frame in the middle, right. that's going to be right. tough. Well, you know, he's still he's still going to have a theatrical between those two doors. Maybe Wouldn't not. Even on commercial. Oh, if it's on a storefront, it probably does not have a theatrical. Ah. Well, but he said it was old. It was wood with glass. Yeah. And, you know who who knows? Probably it's, got a little warp to it. It's a tough one. Contractor fight. Right. <laughs> Arm wrestle. Um, that door's going to need to be reset. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I think, Dell, you may be right because it doesn't have that centerpiece. There's not. Hey, you have to pull them close together. Right. And do some framework. All right, folks. We ran out of time. Sorry about that. Fix It What I Want is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today is Patrick. There we go. For Dell Moore, Jeff Sammons, and Mark McKay of of creative windows and doors. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.